You'll never regret walking for five minutes, walking for 10 minutes, getting outside and doing something for you. It'll never hurt you. And you'll never regret putting a little bit of time into you. everyone, Emily Abadi here. You are listening to another installment of Hurdle Moment from Hurdle, a wellness-focused podcast where I connect with everyone from your favorite athletes to top experts and industry CEOs about their highest highs, toughest moments, and everything in between. We all go through hurdles in life, and my goal through these discussions is to empower you to better navigate yours and move with intention so that you can stride toward your own big potential. And of course have some fun along the way. I am amped today to be bringing you my recent conversation with Tasha Adams. I I won't even lie. I have such a crush on Tasha. I had a crush before we got on, I want to say the phone, before we recorded this podcast. And I have even more of an adoration for her now. She is just as sweet as she comes off on TV. And we are here today to talk all about how to prioritize your own well-being from fitness to mental health. It can be really hard when life feels chaotic to make your well-being a priority. But the good news is that I've got someone who knows a thing or two about having a packed schedule here to chat all about it. From being smart about the workout clothing that you keep in your home to her foolproof strategy for making sure that you get in regular movement. Tasha's full of really great tips to help you prioritize you. And trust me, that is something you will never regret. A huge, huge thank you to my friends at ASICS for connecting Tasha and I. She actually had a campaign launch just yesterday. It's called Live Uplifted. It is ASICS and Tasha coming together to recommit to their sound mind, sound body philosophy. To check it out, you can click on over to the show notes, watch the video. I say it in this episode, but Tasha talks about her relationship with running and how for her, lacing up and getting out there on the road is her opportunity not to think at all. And man, <laughs> that is something I can really, really relate to, especially relevant to today's episode when things feel like they are going, moving a thousand miles an hour. So again, amped about this combo, excited to put it here on the feed. And I'd love to know what are your tips and tricks for when life feels hectic when it comes to integrating your best practice wellness practices, best practice wellness practices <laughs> into your regular routine. Tag me over on social over at hurdle podcast at Emily Abadi. And if you haven't done so yet, I'm doing something new. I am featuring a hurdler. someone from the hurdle community every week in the weekly hurdle newsletter. Of course, you can subscribe to that by clicking on over to the show notes as well. But I want to feature you. I want to highlight what cool stuff that you have going on. So in order to be featured or to nominate someone else, head on over back to that show notes page and click Hurdler Spotlight to give me all of the info. Last but not least here, voice messages, questions. I want to hear yours. I want to answer your questions on an upcoming episode of the show. The link to leave me a voice message and ask me whatever you want, no topic off limits, is in 
the show notes. If you haven't gone to the show notes yet, I don't know what you're waiting for. With that, let's get to it. Let's get to hurdling. Today, I am sitting down with the one and only Tasha Adams. How are you doing, Tasha? I'm so good. How are you? I'm so good. I'm so happy that we were finally able to make this happen. You have nothing going on at all. None. I mean, nothing. <laughs> I was actually waiting for this phone call forever now. So thank you for finally calling. I've been waiting for you. Oh my God. I I literally died when you not only hosted the MTV Movie and TV Awards and then like it felt like within a snap, you were on a rooftop in New York City doing a work workout. I mean, that's how life goes, right? But I'm not gonna lie, I swear I blinked off of that stage, and the next thing I was on top of a rooftop. I couldn't believe I was in New York City. But hey, you were whisked into a car, onto a plane, onto another car. Like maybe you slept. Did you sleep? Was there sleep? There was no sleep. Team no sleep here. Team no sleep. Well, it is totally appropriate that that's what we started off talking about today because you and I are here to chat about how you fit it all in when it comes to your health and wellness. It's so important. And if anybody knows a thing or two about how to make it all work, it's you. We're also chatting today shortly after your Live Uplifted ASICS campaign comes out. And honestly, the opening line in this is truly like something I can totally relate to. You say, I actually try not to think when I'm running, just slow down and stay present. So kick us off a little bit. Talk to me about your relationship with movement. How has that evolved since you were little? Oh my gosh. Okay. Well, first of all, I was actually forced into movement by my father. <laughs> I'm not going to lie. It was like being active was something I probably tried to avoid at all cost. But my dad was adamant about us all being into sports. And he really kind of set a goal um, and precedence for us about being active and saying, okay, you need to at least jog two laps around the block before like the end of the day. And so we were so used to being active at a very young age. But also my love for running kind of really developed in high school when, again, my father was like, you're joining the cross country team. And I said, you know what? I don't think I really have to do that. He said, here you are. Yes, you're going. And I'm I'm so happy he did that because I think my body craves that type of movement. And it's really just, I'm my best self when I am actually actively moving. It just helps all around. It helps everything. Such an intricate part to, I think, being successful. And I, I love what you said there. It was just like two laps around the block, right? Mm-hmm. I think that starting smaller, like having some grace with yourself to the fact that your everyday movement doesn't need to be going out and running a marathon is so integral. Oh my gosh, it is. Because this is the thing. It seems it's just like cleaning your house. Like, okay, you know, your whole home is a mess, but like, if you just start in one small little corner, like it feels actually like you're very accomplished. You got it done and you're almost kind of motivated to clean a little bit more as Mm -hmm. opposed to being like, no, my house is terrible and I can't start and it's overwhelming. Running is the same way or just being active is the same way. It just five minutes, 10 minutes. And I was actually just saying this, the more you do that, it actually is shocking like how much more you can take on and how much more you're excited to do a little bit more, a little bit more. Next thing you know, you're running 20, 30, 45 minutes and you're like, yeah, I just crushed six miles. 
what's the next thing you know you're signing up for a marathon? Did you ever (laughs) think that you would run a full marathon? I mean, again, I love running, but yeah, no, no, (laughs) never thought that. Um, And the fact that I actually, I'm not going to lie, mile 20, I was like, I don't know if I could do this. And then obviously you always think about your why. And I was like, okay, fine. Let's, let's freaking go six more miles. I got this. Six more miles is nothing when you're out there for that long. So for you, what did running that marathon teach you? Oh my gosh. It was the most emotional, gratifying, um, but also painful experience I've ever been through. Truthfully, it, it taught me so much about myself. It taught me that I'm resilient and I can really do anything I put my mind to, but also my body is truly incredible. It is truly incredible. My mind can tell me like, no, you know, this is something worth being anxious about or being upset about or being angry about, but my body's like, no, we're going to keep going. Like watch this, watch this happen. And I think just really relying on that and really just trying to learn to be supportive of this vessel that we are living in, I think it could just make a world of a difference. And I just, I don't know. I just learned so much about myself. It was really amazing. We kickstarted this off talking about how important and great it is to fit in time for well-being and movement. Talk to us a little bit about how you do make it a priority with your busy schedule, aside from being okay with handling it all in smaller time increments. First of all, I don't think if I worked out, I could do all that I'm doing. If I didn't work out, I mean, it's such an, it's, it's a huge part of my day. I, in fact, I don't skip it. That's one thing that I really do not negotiate on because it's what jumpstarts my mind. It's what jumpstarts like my creativity because it's so true. Like if I didn't have an alarm clock and I didn't have something to do the second I get out of bed, I could lay there all day. And there's nothing wrong with that. In fact, I did that yesterday. It was a Sunday. You know, that's my little rest day. But the first thing I do is I roll out of bed, put on that, put on those workout clothes because you don't have an excuse after that. Drink your coffee and then go. Because if you're <laughs> once you're dressed and you're ready, you have less of an excuse to be like, oh, well, you know, you almost feel bad that it's already on. Like, why not be active? Are you a set your workout clothes aside the night before type of person? Oh, no, girl. That's way too much work now. Now you're making it complicated. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Listen, I have all of them in my drawers. They, they're all um, coupled up. My sports bra in the, in the pan for matching sets. I love a good matching set. <laughs> and it basically depends on like what color I want for the day. What you've done is actually make it easier for yourself because you only keep workout clothes that you know that you want to put on your body. Exactly. So I would say like paring down is probably a really helpful tip to make sure that you're not standing there in this indecisive malaise. No, it's true because then you think too much. You give it too much time. You give it too much opportunity to be like, okay, yeah, I'm not doing this anymore. You wear really cute workout clothes. That's half of it actually. Because you want to put it on your body. You want to feel good. It makes you confident. And you want to go show it off. Like, why not? (laughs) There's actually a research study that found that people that feel better about the clothing that they put on while they're working out are more motivated to stay at it for longer. And I fully, fully believe that. And I'm part of that. (laughs) If you're listening to this, I'll link that study in the show notes. Okay. So beyond loving what you're wearing when you work out and getting it done first thing in the morning, have you shifted in the types of workouts that you're doing, uh, especially when you're kind of on the move? 
all the time. So the one thing that's really great about running is that most hotels have treadmills, but also you don't need a lot of workout equipment. Right. The other thing that I do in addition to running is I love to weight lift. In fact, I zoom and do those weight lift workouts every Tuesday and Thursday, even if I'm on the road. Those two things are imperative to me. I also love Pilates. Pilates is amazing. It's so good for you. But the thing is, my trainer's like, Pilates doesn't build a butt. And honey, we're on the butt mission. So yeah, we have running, we have Pilates, and we do weightlifting. Beyond choosing a workout that excites you, I think that's really helpful. Do you often involve other people in your fitness? Or is this something that you're undergoing solo? I think workout classes are great because it helps keep you motivated and kind of like in check. And with weightlifting, I I love to use a trainer. But I am actually a girl that loves to run solo. I don't like to talk. I don't like to think. I I, I will listen to music like as background music just because like that kind of motivates me to like either go faster or slower or kind of go with the beat. But I'm really into a solo workout mission. Yeah, because that's like the time for you to give back to you. Exactly. And this is the thing. I'm a people person. I surround myself with people all the time. I'm constantly traveling. I'm constantly here, constantly there. Sometimes you just want to be alone. And I think that we forget that it's okay to be alone and, and, and sit in a little bit of quietness. So. Oh yeah. Um, yeah. Outside of moving your body, how else are you taking care of it? Mm, therapy. I love myself some therapy. Therapy has been such a game changer for me. I really honed in on that journey this past year. And like I said, workouts and that is something that's like probably a non-negotiable. I've never really moved it around. And if I do move it around, it's like one of my first text messages I send. I'm like, okay, I have to do this meeting. I'm texting my therapist. Like we got to change it. So it's that really. And you, you'll, you'll relate to this in New York. I love going to dinner or doing something by myself outside. I love reading a book, going out to a bench, reading a book by myself, going to dinner by myself, wine and dine and treat myself. It's like this really weird, um, Thing, I guess like people don't don't normally do it. But in <laughs> New York, it's very normal. And it's so funny. I was just recently in Orange County. I'm like, I'm gonna go to dinner by myself. And I'm like, everyone's staring at me because I don't know why, but like not a lot of people do it, but it's such a freeing experience. <laughs> are they staring at you because you're Tasha Adams? Or are they staring at you? Wait, good I never actually thought about that. <laughs> nah, it's because I'm by myself. Come on. <laughs> I go out to dinner by myself all the time and I don't know if everybody's staring at me. <laughs> <laughs> Shoot. Okay, wait, never thought about that one. <laughs> oh my God. No, I love that for you. And I do it too. And I think that the reason why so many people don't take the initiative to do stuff like that is because exactly what you're saying. It's like, Mm -hmm. it's not seen all the time. So doing it, it can be a little bit uncomfortable. But once you get over that hurdle, so to speak, and get into this place where you're like, this is something I am doing for myself. It's such a beautiful opportunity. No, it really is. It really is. And once you like really learn to appreciate it, you don't want to change it up. Like you actually tell your girlfriends like, no, I'm actually going to dinner by myself tonight. And it's, it's something that you really look forward to. taking a break from today's episode to give some love to my sponsors. First up, I want to talk to you about my new morning routine and that morning routine starts with open. 
I don't know if you've tried breathwork yet, but I started about a month ago now with some help from Open, and I cannot get enough. I sleep better, I stress less, I have more energy and focus throughout the day, and that's all because I am dedicating between, let's say, three and 10-ish minutes to breathwork first thing. I literally walk out of my room, I sit down on my couch, I open my laptop, I turn on an open breathwork session, and I get right to it. Once I'm done, I journal, and that's when the morning really, really gets into high gear. Honestly, open in my mind is different from all the other mindfulness apps out there. You have got to try it with me. They've got classes that are under 10 minutes, so it's super easy to stick with. Plus, There are other really great offerings ranging from on-demand meditation, yoga, Pilates, and so much more. And depending of your timing, when you wanna get in on some of these classes, you can even get into one that is live. That's right, an in-class live stream. It's still on my bucket list, but I'm gonna make it happen. I'm gonna make it happen this week. So you know what? Why don't we take a class together? Open is giving Hurdle listeners 30 days free when you visit withopen.com slash hurdle. Again, you can join me on Open by going to withopen, W-I-T-H-O-P-E-N.com slash hurdle. Let me know what you think and I'll see you in class. Also want to give some love to my dear friends, at Gooder, maker of sunglasses that are perfect for everything from a long run to running to catch the subway to running errands on the weekend. Gooder sunglasses are no slip, no bounce, and all polarized. And I love how they're both stylish and functional. I mean, I never have to think about them falling or slipping. My favorite, favorite style, the Operation Blackout, a sleek looking aviator that just looks chef's kiss perfect, but also a big, big fan of their $9 pour over. And if you want to get something a little fun for summer, this is a funny name, Electric Dinotopia Carnival. I'm serious. (laughs) You have got to check out so many of their styles on their website for yourself. It is the perfect time to snag yourself a new pair of sunnies. Plus, they start at just $25, which makes it a no-brainer. Of course, I have a coupon code for you, a discount for you. If you head on over to gooder.com, that's G-O-O-D-R.com slash hurdle, you can get 15% off today. Again, that is gooder.com slash hurdle. Use code hurdle one five to get 15% off your gooder purchase today. I love what you said about needing to make sure that prioritizing your therapy appointment is like the first thing you do when you Mm -hmm. figure out there's some sort of a schedule shift. I'm certainly the same way. I love a therapist that texts his own speed dial. Right. (laughs) Uh, With that said, I feel as though this is a really good point when it comes into fitting in your workouts and your movement, even when things feel like there's balls flying everywhere. You have to treat it like an important meeting. You have to treat it like something that you know that if you miss, it's going to be detrimental to everything else that you want to get done. Well, I mean, it is. Again, this is a part of the reason why I was obsessed with this ASICS running campaign because it's sound mind, sound body. It's, it can't just be just a sound mind. Like you have, like it, they both work together and you have to nurture both of them. And 
when you do kind of like give a little bit of leeway and and kind of like cut one thing, guarantee you the next week you're going to have another opportunity to where one of these things can be canceled again and you're going to cancel it because you already did it once and you went forward with your life and you know you didn't really see the big change. But once you do that every single week, guarantee you're going to miss two workouts, you're going to miss three workouts, you're going to miss more therapy and it just, you'll, you'll get all the habit. You cannot allow yourself to fall into that. I think also of importance is like having the grace with yourself when you feel as though maybe you have fallen into that rut to allow yourself to get back into movement in a way that might feel different than a bit did before. And that's okay, right? So true. So true. Even if I am working out now two, three times a week, I like yesterday, I was like so t- not yesterday, two days ago, Saturday, I was so tired. And I'm like, why isn't this easy today? And your body just, it, ever evolving. It's, it's tired, fatigued one day is one day is going to be 10 times harder. It doesn't mean you're out of shape or it doesn't mean that like, you know, you can't do it anymore. It's something you just have to constantly work on. And it's okay. If you do fall off the bandwagon, just again, setting a small goal to get back on there is something you should highly praise yourself for. Every day can be your day one. And I'm interested to know when you started traveling more, when life started to feel as though it was getting a little bit hectic, of course, like leading up to even the filming of your season of The Bachelorette. Did you go through a time period where you really related to that idea where maybe you weren't prioritizing your own wellness as much? Oh my gosh, of course. Of course. It's because you just think like, you know what? I can't do it all. I can't do it all. And you get really um, stressed out and you struggle. And guess what's the first thing to go? It's, it's doing things for you. Mm. And I feel like you're so busy about saying yes to everybody else. You're so busy to making sure you're here, there, 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 and not worried about what's going to actually give you or make you the best version of you and what you actually need and putting yourself first, even when you are have a ton of obligations. Um, I definitely fell off that. Did you hit like a specific moment where you had kind of like a come to Jesus with yourself about it? Oh, yeah. I remember you know, filming schedules are really hard just because, especially during the pandemic, because you're kind of in a bubble, not kind of, you're in a bubble (laughs) and you're in a very like small, tight proximity. You can't really go out and do things normally. And so, um, I think that was really getting to me and I was just becoming super overwhelmed and I just couldn't, I wasn't even having fun anymore. And that's when I realized I'm like, okay, something's going on because like, I'm not even enjoying getting dressed and going on film and doing the things that I like was so excited to do. And I really had to sit down and then I started talking to my therapist and she was like, well, okay, what are you doing for yourself? Are you working out? And I was like, oh my God, like, no, like I don't have enough time for that. She's like, Tasha, but all of these things are falling apart because you're not doing that. And mm. it, it was to the point where I had to like told, tell the producers, I'm like, listen, I need an hour every morning to work out. And that's the one thing I'm asking. And it happened. And they said, okay, if that's what you need to do in order to do your job, then people prioritize that mental health and your health above all. And I think that that's something that is great about what we've had to navigate over the last couple of years is Mm -hmm. that Now, regardless of what industry you're in, hopefully there is a little bit more acceptance in of vulnerability and transparency when it comes to doing the things that we need to do to take care of ourselves. You know what? I think there is a lot more acceptance because you know what? This is the thing that we all felt. Every single one, nobody was exempt. Nobody was exempt. We all kind of felt 
a little lost or a little down or a little confused or or a lot of confused. Like, you know what I mean? So I think everyone has kind of realized, like, hold on a second. Like, I even need a minute. Like, no one says, like, nope, just keep going. Keep, keep moving through it. I think everyone has a little bit of a little bit more grace, thank God, like, because of all of this. And I loved, I was going back and like looking at the posts that you put up leading up to the marathon. And I love how you were so transparent saying that training for the marathon beyond being tough was like far from what you imagined and that you were cool with showing up when you could. Again, it goes back to that idea of just having grace with yourself. But for Mm -hmm. you showing up when you could was actually pretty impressive considering of all of the things that you had on your plate. So do you lean into mantras or just like, do you do any visualization? Like what helps you get on that sports bra and get out the door when it does feel like you're about to climb Mount Everest? Oh my gosh. You know, there are little things that, um, really motivate it really helps like having a really support like good support system around you honestly people that like know that even when you not want don't want to do things or they're noticing that you're kind of like retracting and pulling away and they just check on you like hey you good over there like you do your little you do you do your little routine today and my friends did that um especially with being on the road and um, for me, myself, it can be, again, we talk, just talked about this. It can be just difficult. You just get so consumed with everything else that you just forget about it. And I think for me, I think it's the smallest things of just constantly waking up and just putting on my workout clothes. It's kind of like the one thing that really helps. Yeah. How do you work on your inner dialogue so that you're speaking kindly to yourself? I feel like oh. that's a part of this too. Oh, well, that's that. that we are always working on that. <laughs> we are always working on that. I'm I'm my toughest critic, um, and I I'm relentless, unfortunately. So, and it's actually really hard for me personally to um, see the good in any of my accomplishments and, and really give myself praise. So, uh, journaling has really helped with that. Um, but also at the same time, I do have about six little things that I like to like pray to myself and pray to God in the morning. In fact, I wake up every single day, I look at my eyes I, or open my eyes. I look up to the ceiling and say, hello, God, hello universe. And I just kind of like say six things I want today. I want you to put like good people in my life. Today, I want you to give me opportunities to smile. Today, I want, you know, thankful that I have a bed to sleep in. I just give gratitude and I also put out there what I want to happen. Um, and it's really just given me a lot of motivation to just be happy for what, what, what comes throughout the day, but also look forward to what comes through the day and also just to get through the day. So. Uh, thank you for sharing that with us. I yeah. think that it's, always challenging whether you have millions of eyes on you or no eyes on you to navigate what can be that little voice in the back of your head. But when you are able to flip the script and talk to yourself like you would a loved one, then there's opportunity in that, right? There's opportunity to go take on the day and go after all those things that you lay in your bed and you say that you want. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Absolutely. You just have to start. Yeah. That's it. That's it. Well, for you right now, what excites you? What is the thing that lights a fire? Wow. Right now, honestly, it's just being here in the city. I think it's like a really new adventure for me. And really fun thing that I love to do in the morning is 
because I do wake up early to go work out, do whatever, and go grab my coffee with no one else is like walking around like the area. And you just kind of explore and you find new little places that you want to um, go to dinner at or go eat at with your friends, whatever it may be. And next thing you know, you realize you just walk like three miles all around like the neighborhood. And you're like, first of all, I just got a little workout in. Second of all, I just got my coffee. And third of all, I know where I'm going to dinner tonight. It's just like, it's fun. It's cute. It's, I love exploring. I love that. I love that for you. Someone looks at your social media page. They see someone again with all the followers in the world, the biggest, most beautiful smile, passionate about what she does. When you look in the mirror, what is it that you see looking back at you? Oh my gosh. My, my, my eyes, my smile, I guess. Um, I, oh no, I see a child of God. That's just me. I just want to, I just want to be a light. I just want to be a light to people. And so that's what I try to look back at and try to reflect. So Right now, you have an opportunity to offer someone who just feels like they can't make the time for themselves a piece of advice to get out the door and do just that. What is it that you tell them, Tasha? You'll never regret it. You'll never regret walking for five minutes, walking for 10 minutes, getting outside and doing something for you. It'll never hurt you. You'll never regret putting a little bit of time into you. I love that. Tasha, I'm so appreciative of your time. I wish we had so much more, but thank you for it. If they don't yet, how do the hurdlers follow along with you? How do they keep up with you? Give us all your details. Well, you can find me on Instagram. My handle is Taisha, T-A-Y-S-H-I-A. Follow me there or on Twitter, which is also Taisha. TikTok, which I'm guessing I'm going to start trying to do a little bit more. Maybe we'll do some like run club things. That's it, girl. Hopefully on TV again soon. I'll see y'all soon. I'm over at Hurdle Podcast and at Emily Abadi. Another hurdle conquered. Catch you guys next time.